This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman, and if you don't know me, I'm a survivor of narcissistic abuse in a queer relationship, and I'm here to help support and validate those who are or have been in my shoes and to help bring awareness of what these kinds of relationships can look like. Today, I'm going to talk to you about sleep when you are with a narcissistic person. Obviously, I'm just going to be sharing my experience. It can look different in different relationships. And also, there are psychopathic and sociopathic people out there who may have similar tendencies but may not be exactly the same. So I just want to put that out there. Um, And also, as you can see, I am... Well, I'm at my sister's house and I am still just kind of trying out the whole podcast recording on YouTube thing, doing both of them at once. So it is still very new to me to record myself while I'm talking. So I apologize if it is a little bit, I don't know, sporadic. Also, obviously I'm outside. My sister has the most beautiful outdoor space here. So I'm just enjoying the weather while I talk to you about something not so fun. Um, so the sleep issue was something that took me a long time to understand as being an issue. Um, when I met my abuser, one of the things that I really struggled with was sleep. I had a, um, breastfeeding child. He was 18 months and I was co-sleeping with him. So no matter what your opinion is on what parents should or should be doing with their children, that is not the point. Um, and I'm not going to get into what happened in detail with that. I did make a TikTok about that and it was pretty controversial, although I would say more people were um, empathetic and compassionate no matter what their stance was on the parenting thing. But anyway, um, I started hanging out with my abuser and they would say things like, I'm so concerned about you. You're not sleeping well. Let's make a couple of changes and get you to sleep because If you want to heal from all the things that you're struggling with, you had a recent huge trauma. My dog had just passed away right in front of me and it was horrible. So let's make some changes. Let's get you sleeping. So in the beginning, obviously, um, they come off as very caring. They want to help you. They want to fix things in your life. They're the fixer. They're the hero. They come along, um, you know, make sure you're taken care of, make sure all your needs are met and things like that. And again, sorry, my dog was kind of like exploring Um, you all know Pip, if you have seen my birthday video or been following me for a while, she's kind of a star. So I just got her hair cut. There she is. Pretty girl. Get comfy. Be here for a couple minutes. So, but as things progress and, um, for me, it was very quickly. I talk about this in one of my earlier episodes about, um, it might've been red flags I missed. It was one of my, it was my first or second episode that I did. Um, when I started talking about abuse publicly, um, the change was very quick when the mask fell. It was very early on, um, with my abuser. And, um, like I said, this was something that I missed for a very long time. It wasn't until 2021 when I was starting to really understand that something was like devastatingly wrong and started researching things and trying to figure out what was going on and knowing that I needed to work my way out. Um, 
and then possibly even after I left that I started actually sleeping again, that I realized that I was being abused through sleep or lack of sleep. Some examples of how abusive people can use sleep to keep you in an abusive cycle are, for example, starting fights right before bedtime. So you're getting ready for bed, everything is fine, and all of a sudden they're going to say or do something that's going to start an argument. They're going to plant a seed of doubt in your mind. Um, so if it's not an argument, for example, they'll say something that sort of just like makes you doubt the relationship, makes you doubt if they care for you, makes you think that you have a problem that you need to be seeking help for. And so then you go to bed, they're laying next to you, they're asleep in 10 seconds or pretending they're asleep. I don't actually know. And you're just laying there wide awake. And I can remember laying awake for hours and hours and hours every single night tossing and turning with this person next to me. And you know, when you have a partner, they're supposed to be like, obviously people get in arguments and sometimes you go to bed angry or sometimes you go to bed and you're not feeling very close, but like this person is supposed to be your safe zone. You're, you know, this is your comfortable place. This is your bed. This is your bedroom that you're sharing with your partner and you're not feeling safe. You're actually in fight or flight. I spent a lot of nights in fight or flight with that racing mind, heart rate up, unable to get comfortable enough to fall asleep. Um, unable to slow down the, the racing mind. And again, they're sleeping. So for me, there was a lot of what's wrong with me that I can't sleep. I have so much trouble sleeping. They're sound asleep. I'm having all these doubts. I'm having anxiety, things like this. And again, it was very difficult to recognize because I wasn't sleeping. Um, if you're a parent, you know, probably from mid to late pregnancy, you're not sleeping anyway. Then you have your baby. It's very hard. You have an infant. You're waking up all through the night. If you're breastfeeding, things like that. If you're co-sleeping, kid's going to wake you up a lot. Um, I had dogs who were waking me up, things like that. So I was already not sleeping for a while. So it was very difficult to pinpoint that this was also happening into, in addition to um, not already not having been able to sleep for a while. It was kind of like they were able to just kind of slide that right in and it flew under the radar for so long because sleep wasn't something that I already had down. Um, another example could be waking you up in the night. I have heard some people say that their abuser would literally just like sort of roll over in the night and sort of like punch or hit, um, sort of like nudge you, kick you awake and then go back to sleep or actually go to sleep. And if you have fallen asleep, you're, you're startled and you're of course thinking, oh, they accidentally did that, but they can be doing that on purpose, which sounds so crazy, but it's true because they don't want you to sleep. Um, if I were to fall asleep, you know, take a nap, which was very rare for me, or if I happened to fall asleep before them, they would wake me up. I remember very early on, we were watching, um, is it mad, mad? I don't even remember what it's called. Mad, mad something. I don't, I don't, I don't do movies very often, but like, they're like driving out in the desert with like vehicles and everyone is like their faces painted. I don't, what is it called? I keep wanting to say Mad Mike, but I don't think that's what it's called. Is it? That's not what it's called. I'm looking it up. It's not. That's okay. Magic Mike came up. What is it called? Mad Max. Mad Max. I was so close. And anyway, so this was very early on and like the kiddo was asleep and we were on the couch and I fell asleep. It was like 11 or 12 at night and I needed sleep. I have a child. I needed to get up in the morning and they would wake me up. 
I would drift off and they would talk to me or they would move really quickly and be like, oh my God, did you see that? Like they were very aware that I wasn't actively watching the movie and that I was falling asleep, that I was a tired mom, right? Just before that, they were telling me that I needed to make all these changes to get my kid to sleep better so that I could sleep more, so that I could be healthy, so that I could heal. Yeah, here they are waking me up over and over and over again during this movie. Um, and so those kinds of things, you know, carry on throughout the relationship where again, if you do fall asleep and they notice that you have fallen asleep, they will wake you up. They'll just talk to you or they'll open the door. That would happen a lot. I'll, I would go in the room and I need, so say I've had like a horrible night's sleep as usual, right? Because I'm not able to sleep at night. I'm in fight or flight. So I'm like, I'm going to take a nap. Kiddo's asleep. I'm going to go in the room. I had to have it dark. I had to have like, I would still even like put something over my face. I would have white noise on, probably use like calming essential oils. Um, nobody could be in the room with me. Like nobody could move. I couldn't hear anything at all that would like put, it would get my heart rate going. And I would be like, it was like, I would be asleep and then like startled awake. There was no like, good morning. Oh, what's going on world? It was like, am I safe all the time? Um, but they would open the door and they would come in or they would be like, you know, whatever. Um, wake you up with some kind of weird excuse. Um, oh no, I just thought of another thing and I forgot. This is one of the problems with me recording sort of live is when I was just doing podcast recordings, I would like think of something and, you know, do it in little chunks, but this is a little bit different. Um, I did already mention that, um, they would sleep in front of me on purpose just to prove like how well that they could sleep and that this was, you know, this was a me thing. There was something wrong with me. You start to think like, do I need to see a doctor? Do I need to take something to be able to sleep better? Because like, there's something wrong. Um, <clears throat> one thing that would happen quite often was if I was sleeping in my son's room, um, which I would, I would do a lot. Like if he woke up in the night, I would go in there and stay with him. Or if we were having an argument and I didn't feel like I would be able to fall asleep next to them. It's a horrible feeling. Like I said, when you, an argument happens right before bed and they just roll over and go to sleep and you're like, am I the only one who has feelings here? Why am I the only one who's struggling in this relationship? Um, and they, would y'all I just got distracted by that thing and I totally forgot no one's gonna ever watch this because I can't I'm too distracting um if I would hear them if I would hear the door open in the night or I would hear their footsteps down the hall like I said earlier fight or flight heart rate pounding just like like am I okay are they gonna walk in are they gonna start something are they gonna you know are they am I in trouble is my kid in trouble do I need to protect my kid and so then you're like I said you're just awake and so if this happens at two o'clock in the morning where you hear them get up to go to the bathroom, but you're not sure what they're doing, you're not sure if they're going to leave the house, you're not sure if they're going to walk in and like yell at you or whatever, you're not going back to sleep. So these are just several examples of what I experienced with someone using sleep as a way to keep me tired. Now, why does that happen? Can I help you little dude? Okay, that's a really good question. Go in that door. This is going to help you. I have to see what we have, okay? That is my nephew. And thank you. Um, he wants candy. So we'll see what happens after this. Will my nephew get candy or not? Y'all were thinking that was going to be my kiddo. That was not my kiddo. Um, so why do they do this? Why do they consistently wake you up, start arguments, keep you tired? Why do they do it? Well, if you're tired, you're not thinking right. 
you're in a brain fog. You're going around throughout your day, just like not functioning properly. You're not able to, um, hold your own in conversations when they're starting arguments, they're doing word salad, which if you don't know what that is, we can definitely talk about that later, but it's basically them just saying a bunch of stuff, spewing out random things that don't really make sense, talking in circles so that you're not sure what the argument is anymore. It, it's entire technique in itself, but, um, they're keeping you tired. They're keeping you run down. They're keeping you dependent on them because obviously when you're tired, you're not functioning as well as a parent, um, at work at all this stuff. So you're just like, Oh, thank goodness. I have this partner who, when I come home, they once in a while do something nice for me. You know, um, they don't want a well-functioning, healthy, you know, clear-minded adult to abuse or child. Obviously I'm coming at this from, um, the perspective of having an abusive partner, but obviously parents can do any of these tactics as well. If you have narcissistic parents, so they want the person to be exhausted and run down and not thinking straight. This serves to continue to keep them in a position of power. Um, it is obviously also, um, proving that they have control over you. They can make you tired. They can make sure you're not sleeping. They can make sure you're in fight or flight all the time. They can make sure you're not doing well, right? Um, that's exactly where they want to keep you. So if this sounds familiar, if this is happening to you, this is definitely something to think about. Obviously, some people just have sleeping problems. Some people, you know, it's normal to have an argument here and there, but this is not a normal thing to be going on and on and on. Um, I think I am going to go ahead and wrap this up. Like I said, doing filming, this is new to me. I'm still trying to figure out if this is something I can do because I, again, I am very distractible. Um, and, uh, I don't want to have you all just being like, oh my gosh, she's chasing a butterfly now. Um, so if you want to talk about this more, if you have questions about this, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm always available via DMS. I do a lot of question and answer over there. Um, you can always visit my website. I am going to start taking one-on-one -on -one coaching clients here very soon. So reach out to me to get that scheduled. If this is something you would like help with, if you like this episode and for my podcasters as well, rate, review, subscribe. I really want to get this into the ears of the people who need it the most. And obviously the more you interact with my content, the more that we hopefully can get this message out there. Um, again, you can always find me on TikTok and Instagram at the Lindsay Goodman. My website is thelindsaygoodman.com. Thank you all so much, and I will see you next time.